0: HD Smartcast
1: You are listening to Health Shots Brought to you by HD Smartcast Hello everyone Welcome back to another She Slays Champion Story This week on She Slays We have with us Gauri Gupta Gauri is a 20 year old student Who was diagnosed With spina bifida at birth This diagnosis Meant that the wheelchair Was her constant companion And growing up she had to face several hurdles due to the same. She overcame all hurdles and now is studying at Lady Ram College. She is a disability rights activist who fiercely advocates against ableism and is a catalyst of change in the movement demanding more accessibility for people with different abilities. Come, let's listen to this champion story.
0: Hi, my name is Gauri. I'm a final year undergraduate student at L.S.R. Delhi University. I'm 20 years old. And I live with something known as spina bifida, meningitis, myself. I am a person with disability and a wheelchair user. I also advocate for disability rights as a writer and a public speaker. To be very honest, mental health issues have been a part of my life long before I could recognize I had these issues. At age of 12 and 13, I was having all these unresolved feelings about my body, my disability and, you know, all of these things. Other than that, growing up in an able-bodied world where the society is modelled as per able-bodied needs, there is this constant othering because of the stigma and the myths that are there related to disability. So, I won't say that I've fully overcome, but I still feel sometimes very anxious to you know, voice my opinions, to ask for help when needed. Asking for help is something that I still struggle with and yeah, basically that. Feeling of not being normal is something that I'm still overcoming. That norm of normal that we as people constantly live in. I don't think there has been one single incident at one point of time that has made me feel like I should give up. However, there have been a series of events over a period of time that made me feel that maybe the best option would be to give up. For instance, when I was in sixth grade, Two years ahead of that, I was not doing well academically. I faced a lot of problems at my school at that point. I was facing a lot of problems with my teachers. I had no friends and that was a period of complete isolation for me. That was also the period where I was stepping into adolescence and, you know, I started developing all these unresolved feelings about my identity, my body that, you know, I started feeling like a burden on everybody around me and I did think of giving up. And the only way that I got through it was just to, you know, hold on, keep going. And yeah, with time, things did turn around and I just didn't stop. And of course, there was right support of my parents and yeah, things started turning around with time. I believe challenges related to my disability have always been there throughout my life. They've come and gone in different forms, but yes, they've been there like a constant. So yeah, I mean, if I talk about incidences where people have excluded me in terms of basically telling me that Metro, a public transport was not meant for someone like me and uh, yeah, sometimes even pushed me away said a lot of things so there is this kind of othering that has always been there in our society and sometimes i voice my opinions i stand up for myself and i fight for myself other times i just know that i have to keep going forward and yeah i just i just tell myself to focus on my goals I believe my relationship with my parents has been a very uh, similar relationship to any other parent child out there. So there have been ups and downs, highs and lows, everything has been there. Talking about their role as primary caregivers, I would say the role has evolved in different forms over the years. So initially when I was a child and I didn't know better. They spoke for me. They fought for my rights. They made sure that I got the best of everything that they had to provide. Everything was there. Now, as I started to grow up, they were my mental support, especially, you know, growing up in an able-bodied world where uh, disability comes with a lot of stigma. especially that was the case 10 to 15 years back when people had very little awareness about things like these. So that was there. Their role has been majorly in terms of providing mental support, making me independent enough to take care of myself and those around me, making sure that I know that I'm capable enough to fight for myself, to speak for myself. So... The significance of their role has been in terms of mental support. Especially, I would say, the role of my mother. When I had no friends, she was my friend. And, you know, she would always make sure that I don't feel alone, that I don't feel excluded in terms of anything. So, that has been my relationship with them. I believe learning is a continuous process. If I have to name one thing that I've learned from my disability, I mean, the most important thing that I've learned so far is to just keep going no matter what happens. And most importantly, to voice my opinions. Earlier, I used to be the kind of person who would, you know, just let go of things, just ignore So with time, I have learned that as important it is to ignore a lot of things, it is very important to speak up for yourself, to advocate for yourself and to voice your opinions. That is something that I truly believe in. I believe one message for our listeners would be to first of all recognize the casual ableism that comes up in our everyday conversations, you know. When we use statements like, are you deaf? Are you blind? And etc. And we just let that go thinking that it's funny uh, or that it sounds sarcastic. We let it slide by. We need to understand that it's wrong. It's highly ableist in nature. It's called casual ableism and we need to stop doing that. Secondly, we need to understand the difference between Uh, something that is a luxury and something that is a necessity so when we build a flight of stairs in a multi-story building we think of it as a necessity otherwise how would you go up there but when it comes to installing elevators or ramps we take it lightly because it seems like an added expenditure or a luxury so we need to understand that accessibility is not a luxury and that goes for all access seats, lifts, ramps, tactile paths, everything, right? Uh, we need to take them all very seriously and not treat them as luxuries. And most importantly, we need to break our norm of normal, we need to stop categorizing everything as normal or not normal. We need to stop with this othering in order to truly embrace our identities.
1: So this was Gauri's story, a true She Slays champion indeed. We hope her story inspires you and encourages you to take better care of your health. If you too have a story to tell, then do write to us at healthshots at the and let us tell your story to the world. Till then, stay tuned in and don't forget to like, share and subscribe to She Slays. This is your host, Chai Dabas, signing off. I will see you next week. Till then, take care and keep slaying. You were listening to Health Shots, brought to you by HT Smartcast.
0: HD Smartcast.